TeachNet Learning Podcast. I'm Pat Brennan. I'm delighted to be joined today by Franco Thormy, Digital Education Officer with COG on Corla Um Idakas Gaeltata Agus Skodiokta. Welcome to the TeachNet Podcast, Frank. Thanks very much, Pat. Uh, thanks for having me on. To get started, I suppose, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your teaching background, your career path to date. I actually got into teaching by accident. I got a job as a supervisor in a boarding school in Cork. Learned an awful lot in that job, especially I was only 22 years of age. But uh, from that job, then I was there for a few years. I started doing a bit of subbing and I did Hibernia, then the uh, postgraduate course in 2007. And from that, then I got a job in Scullerida in Kildare, and I ended up teaching in Gaelskolescarida in Lucan, where I spent the bulk of my teaching career. Very, very happy in Gaelskolescarida, a fantastic school with a great staff. And I got appointed as assistant principal one then in 2018. In the meantime, then I, I did a master's in DCU with Deirdre Butler and Margaret Leahy. Digital Learning was the title of the master's. Then the job with COG came up. So a chance to work Asquelga with digital technologies. I jumped at it and thankfully I got it. And I've been with COG since 2020. Started just before COVID, though I was really thrown in at the deep end and had been just been very, very busy ever since. So enjoying where I am at the moment. The reason I asked you on, or we've asked you on, and you've joined us, is to talk about your work specifically with COG. Before I get into that work and your role as Digital Education Officer, you might give us, I suppose, a brief potted history of Ancoria and its main areas of work in primary and post-primary schools. Uh, yeah, sure. So like, it was established under Section 31 of the Education Act in '98. And our first chairperson was Murni Voron, and Murni was there for 20 years. I'm sure everybody in Sail Nagoskolirta has heard of Murni. And Jacqueline Niargase is our pre Vimanoch now. And Cog's main role would be to focus on the development of resources through the medium of Irish. We offer support services for schools. We are heavily involved in the research side of things. So we would offer a lot of bursary schemes for people who want to create resources. They can apply for grants and same for people who want to undertake research in specific areas. And COG is a pretty small organization from a human resources point. We have a chief executive officer, a deputy chief executive officer. We have a research officer, um, two Ifigig Faim Nuhan. And then there's me, the digital education officer. And we have uh, Michal Les and Trelech O'Linard, who took over from Pedro O'Linard, and they're both working on the policy, the Nadakas Gwiltachta. And very recently, then, we appointed two, two uh, education officers for secondary, Ethan Hay and Dr. Roshini Volon. And two, even more recently, as a few weeks ago, Trina Nikin and Breedney Gonacha joined us as primary education officers. And Trina will be focusing on STEM. Uh, activities. So we're growing bit by bit and it is helping a lot. Always, always very busy because we have, not only do we have this, an obligation to look after the Gaelskull and the Gaelkolosti, we're also tasked with the teaching of Irish in, in the English medium setting as well. So we'd be busy enough with that. And sure, you know yourself now in the modern day, now there's 
lots and lots of ways to get in touch with schools. So everyone's been upskilling themselves on Zoom and Teams and using that as a, as a way to get our message out there. So we're a lot more active on the social media side of things now. We have a, a new website launched for resources, torshakog.ie. And we will also hopefully next year be updating our own website to make it a bit more modern and things like that. So, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, that's kind of what COG does. I was interested to hear, you know, often people think this is specifically about Nagel Scullin and the Gaeltuck schools. But for any teacher who's teaching Irish, I would imagine there's an awful lot that you do and a lot of the resources that you share that can be a benefit. And you mentioned on Tarshock, I suppose in your role as digital education officer, it's design and development has been a key part of your work. Before I go into that or go into the specifics of tonight, I would like to drill down particularly what's there for primary, what's there for post-primary teachers. But on Tarshock, how did it come about, I suppose? What is it in a nutshell? And ultimately, why should teachers use it? It actually originated from on policy than a Dacus the policy for Gaeltacht education, where it was it's mentioned in two of the pillars that COG was tasked with creating a, an online platform for teachers, specifically for Gaeltacht areas, but that would also be of use to Gaeltskulna and to teachers in English medium schools for Irish resources. That was pretty much, that was the first thing I was told when I started the job, you'll have to do this. So I said, okay. So myself and Padre Gobiogli, who is uh, now the deputy CEO of COG, myself, Padraig and Padre Lidon, who was working with us for a few years and is now the vice principal in Karui. So yeah, we just uh, baby spacey started working on that as, as soon as we got there. And the kind of idea behind the Tarshik is that is hopefully it's going to be like the one-stop shop for anyone who's looking for resources, Asquelga, and that it's dedicated to resources, Asquelga. So what kind of resources are on there? There's primary and secondary resources. There's resources that have been made by the education officers in COG ourselves. There's resources that are available from our education partners who've kindly allowed us to share the resources. People like Gaila Dacas, TG Carfolum, the NCCA, and Forest Potrunach, the SIA in, in the north. And we're trying to kind of just pull all those together to make them accessible to teachers and they can link back to Gaila Dacas's website or SIA's website. Another thing then that would be available is our resources that are created by people who put in for our bursary scheme. So if it's available online, I will hunt it down and get permission and share it there. And probably the most valuable resources of all are the resources that are created by teachers for us because we really believe that teachers are the experts in the field. They know what's relevant. They know what works. They know what doesn't work. They're the ones that have to kind of sometimes find resources very quickly. Maybe they've only got like a limited amount of time after school because they have a meeting here and they've, they're training a football team and stuff. So we are trying to create something that like is very accessible, very easy to use and quick to use. And we have lots and lots of teachers who have thankfully shared their resources with us and made them available online. And all those resources go through quality assurance program where we would look at them and make sure that they're kind of like that they're supporting the key messages of the various curricula at primary and secondary, and they get proofread as well by a qualified translator to make sure that the, the Severus Tanga or the, the quality of the Irish is of a high standard as well. 
go back on a point, Frank, that you said there's interesting because, I mean, the TeachNet project, that was really the initial impetus for the creation of TeachNet was because of that dearth of indigenous digital content for teachers to use the Gregor resource now, but it's the same idea teachers creating their own resources is extremely powerful because nobody knows the curriculum better and they mightn't have and this was always our own motto in teaching it they mightn't have the bells and whistles and they mightn't be as polished but they're extremely useful the teachnet line i suppose or byline is by teachers for teachers you're obviously adopting a very similar approach with the content that teachers are sharing with you yeah, funnily enough, we have the exact same byline, but just ask Gaelga. Achwini Kroha, Egg Muntori, Dove Muntori. That is kind of what we were going for. Like the, the big issue, and I was able to bring a lot of my own experience into this, was the big issue for teachers is time to be able to sit down and plan lessons effectively. And what I always remember was like trying to find resources here, there, and everywhere and going on different websites. So we're trying to just kind of pull them all together. But I remember talking about this to Michael Hallisey, your colleague, and to Patrick Coffey from Skullnet. Well, Michael and Patrick gave us fantastic support to, at the start of this. Like They were always available to answer any questions and had been down this road before, so knew what to do and what not to do. So we've always been very, very grateful to them for the support they gave us. But yeah, that's the thing, I suppose. It's, it's time and you want to get good stuff and you want to get it quickly. So what each... We have about almost 2,000 pages on, on Tarshuk now. So, so on some pages, there might be one resource. On another page, there might be 50 resources. So probably individual resources, I'd say we're pushing towards 2,500. Got another about four or 500 kind of uh, cooking in the oven, getting proofread and get a bit of editing and a bit of design done. And hopefully they'll be going up online. Yeah, the feedback from teachers has been very, very good. And how we spread the word then is through social media, email, webinars, done a few webinars actually for English medium schools with our partners in education centers around the country. I haven't heard a bad thing about it yet, obviously, but we're always open to suggestions, you know, because even looking at it now myself, I can see things that I want to change. And I think it's important to be constantly improving, to be like, just never, never be settled with, with what you've done and say, right on to the next thing. I really believe that this could, this needs to kind of evolve a bit more, especially with new curriculum coming in and things like that. Frank, I'm going to actually circle back on some of that before we finish up, because it is a case that particularly when we're talking about digital learning, it's ever evolving. The pace of change is phenomenal and you do have to kind of keep moving with it. But I suppose, and I'm going back to that point, I mean, you're saying that you've got very positive feedback. You know, I would imagine, I mean, as I said, from the TeachNet perspective, we came at it from obviously a lack of indigenous Irish content, but I would imagine that's even more a problem you're there looking at it and you're making sure the translation is right because it adds that extra layer of complexity to creating a resource when you have to make sure that everything is as it should be grammatically and so on talking about i suppose it's not always about the teacher content and that and one thing i was i was quite taken by when i had a look at on Parshak ahead of this um, podcast is the content that, and a lot, I think a lot of listeners may not be fully aware of this, I see T.G. Catter's bun skull in the case of primary content as dominant, but also there's content for junior and senior cycle. 
but also the Kula, a Cahar channel specifically. These are things I wasn't aware of. You might tell us a little bit about, you know, why you're referencing that and the types of programming that's there and how teachers might use it in their classrooms. I suppose the reason that we kind of highlight people like that, we have um, a section on the Torsha called Aquini Ella. So because we would rely a lot on partnerships with other organizations, like I mentioned before, with Gladadakas and TG Carafaulum, with Tourish Punkai, the GAA, we work a lot with PPLI, Port Primary Languages Ireland, the CCPC. Um, we have a big event coming up now um, next week um, in higher options. We're going to have a Kahru Gaeltachta for career guidance. And we have a, a new package that's available on Antarctica and we'll be sent out to schools next week. Loads of information about careers through the medium of Irish that people can explore. My colleague Ifini Hayes has done a great work on that. Yeah, it's just to kind of help out the organizations that are kind of helping us out as well. So that if people go on Antarctic and they see TG Carrefour and Marseille or PPLI, that they will know that they are there as well. Because we find that it's best to, it's best not to be in our own little cog silo, I find. It's best to, best to reach out and collaborate with other organizations because you're, you're always learning. People have different skill sets that you can, that you can draw upon. Like we've a great collaboration now with TG Carrefour at the moment where TG Carrefour are, they have lots and lots of content as they would because they're, they're a television station and we're allowed to share their content then on, on Tarshuk. So it's win-win for everybody. And we're, we're hoping to kind of uh, integrate those resources more in the coming years. All this, all this takes time. I have a big long list of things here in my notepad in front of me that uh, we'll be working through over the next few years. Once again, you're preaching to the converted here, the idea of uh, it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's the contents already. And I think a key part of any port to bring in all this stuff, the one-stop shop, I think is absolutely key because the last thing we want is people having to go here, go there. The idea here with Antarctica, because you go there, you're looking for resources and supports for teaching Gaelga, be it at primary or, or second level. They're all there. They've all been checked. I think that really is a key thing. From that perspective, you've kind of already alluded what your your plans are. This coming year, uh, you've mentioned one or two of them. Like what, if we're keeping an eye on, on Tarshuk, what can we expect to see? We have a, a communities of practice model set up, which is is a, a big job to do. And my colleague, Trelach, the Ifigoch Irvonskullet and Fulisi Gretachta is in charge of that. But he's doing great work in bringing together the modern foreign language teachers in Gaelkolosti together too. And he's doing a lot of work with PPLI in that. And he'll actually be at their conference on the 14th of October, I think. Language Connect conference there, yeah. So the kind of idea, and we would love eventually to expand this to primary and to all subjects across secondary school. We can get teachers from certain subjects together a couple of times a year to share best practice, to learn from each other. And the PPLI gave us a huge amount of help in getting that set up. We'll also be working with the um, Gene Gilder from the ETBI on developing that a bit further. And ideally, we would hope to have on the Tarshuk, like a portal where these teachers could log in and communicate with each other and share things with each other, kind of like a mini, a little mini social media place that's just for them. And some of these developments are on the site already. So Tarshuk now has offers 
teachers a choice to log in and create accounts and they can do two things there. They can create lists of resources that they see. So they can create a list for, we'll say, Gwelga Phonics or Gwelga Phonaki. And if they come across a resource on Antarshuk that they like, that they see, and they're like, oh, that's a good phonics resource, they can save it to their list. So instead of going through Antarshuk trying to find the resource that they find yesterday, they'll be able to save it and access it easily. They can also log in and create games, interactive games, which can be shared via a link or via a QR code. At the moment, there's two choices there. They can create word searches or they can create matching games. But there's three more games in development and we'd be hoping to add to them next year. And anytime a game is created, they can add that to their list. So that's something I'm very excited about because that's teachers creating resources and all those resources are available to anybody, anybody who logs into Antarshach then. So the more we can spread the word about that and the more teachers use Antarshach, the more games they create, then the more resources that there are. Those are the the main developments that are happening with Antarshach. And of course, just constantly trying to find the best resources, trying to find teachers who are willing to share their resources with us and getting them up online. And pretty sure if I had uh, free access to every server in every school in the country, I could get tens of thousands of resources to put on this website. But we, <laughs> unfortunately, I, I don't have that and I never will. So we're really relying on teachers to come forward to us and say, look, I have these resources. Would you like to share them? Teachers can put their name to their resources. They can leave their name off it. They can be credited if they want. Some some teachers like to be credited. Some teachers don't. And all that is absolutely perfectly fine with us. And I'm going to ask you a little bit more about that and drill down because, as I said before, we finish up. But it is a case you're talking about. I mean, that phrase is sometimes bandied about two easily the idea of a community of practice but it is a bit of a buzzword at this stage but what you're doing there and particularly given the options and the ideas and your longer term plans I suppose so people can log in and share and communicate that really seems to be the way to go developing that mm-hmm. community of practice because it's not just about resources and sharing resources it's about how the actual teachers are using them and sometimes we find from the work we do that put a group of teachers together and they'll much quicker they'll tell you how a resource can be used, then trying to explain it to them. Let them off with it, I think, is is a key part. And, and that's where the community of practice comes in. I became aware of Antarshuk via actually a, a small collaboration we did between TeachNet and COG, which are good self. And it was around physics and math. You might just give us, I suppose, a quick rundown of what that resource is and where you can find it. Yeah, so um, that was actually a great collaboration between us. And uh, yeah, just before I move on to that, I'd just like to kind of point out that it's not us in COG that are coming up with the ideas for these developments. Like we're getting lots and lots of ideas from our education partners. Like the idea Mm -hmm. of a portal actually came from yourselves. I remember talking to Michael about it at one stage and the idea for creating lists. I know like Skullnet have the learning paths and all of them also have the same thing. And the ideas for creating the games was basically based on feedback for teachers. But again, yeah, like you were saying there, we do lots and lots of collaborations. And one was that Matt's Physics website, Sean Foley, he very, very generously allowed us to use his website that he created himself when he was a teacher. 
mathphysics.net. But of course, you know all this, Pat, working together with each other, we managed to get it translated. We took care of the Gaga, you guys took care of the coding. And now it's available on your website and it's available on our website. So teachers can just go into Akhoni Irvunskala. They can pick their level, first of all, senior level this would be. And they can pick Physic and they can look for it then. And there is a link to it there. Turgna Physica in the Hartesh America. So again, if you click on the NASC or the link on Antarshuk, that brings you to resources.teachnet.ie and it's widely available to use. They're freely available to use. Just to add to that line of yours, and once again, I mean, this is just one example of the many resources that are there and indeed uh, that we try and reference on TeachNet as well. But it's a win-win situation, I think, these collaborations, because it was translated. It's these simulations of physics and maths, but also we have developed the English version as well. So that's on TeachNet for people to access as well. So just, yeah. I suppose, when, when we work together, it's the um, it's certainly the way to go. And, and from what you've outlined, there's a huge amount of collaboration going on with other educational partners and that. Uh, Frank, I suppose I do want to, um, I suppose, finish off with here. I mean, there's an awful lot happening on Thorson. I think it's, I, you know, I think a lot of people aren't aware of this. And there's also this notion that, you know, this is specifically for Gail Scullina and so on, which couldn't be further from the truth from, from talking to you. So I suppose for those people, they weren't aware of, I suppose, the, the breadth of what's there, what's referenced there. Outside of Tarshukcog.ie, where can, I suppose, teachers tune in to get uh, to hear about recent additions and developments? Yeah, so I would strongly recommend that people sign up for our newsletter. And if you go to tarshukcog.ie, there's just a simple box below where people can sign up. Just enter your email. You pick primary or secondary and you register. We send an email about once a term, kind of a bulky enough one. So that's one way that people can find out what's going what's going on with COG and Antarshuk. We're also on social media. We have two Twitter accounts. One is at COGID, C-O-G-G-O-I-D. And the other one is at Oshtagishkog, A-I-S-T-E-A-G-A-I-S-C, C-O-G-G. There's links to those on Antarshuk. And we're on Instagram as well, at COGID. And on Vimeo at Cogate, where we would like to store a lot of the video content that we have created. We also have a dedicated email for inquiries, olas at cog.ie, E-O-L-A-S. And for inquiries relating specifically to Antarshuk, people can email me, frank at cog.ie, or they can email untarshuk, A-N-T-A-I-R-S-E-A-C-H at cog.ie. So there's lots and lots of ways to get in touch with us. We're not on TikTok yet, like, <laughs> and I don't think we will be. I think I'm, I'm saturated with work at the moment, so it might be a step too far. And people can always pick up the phone and ring the office as well. The numbers are on the website and on, on tarshakog.ie. Look, it's funny the mention of TikTok. I think it's only a matter of time before we're all, we all have some presence on it because the young people of today, it's very much their medium, from my experience. But just going back, Frank, and just, you've already answered this question. For me, you've given me, I suppose, the skinny on how uh, people can reach out. That's really the key message I'm taking from this. And, and you've given the various ways. This is very much about building a community of practice. This is very much about teachers sharing their own resources. 
And as you reference and refer to about the servers and probably OneDrives and Google Drives and whatever, there's a whole heap of probably quality resources sitting, gathering dust or the digital equivalent. What I'm hearing here is you want people to reach out if you're really interested in getting more teachers sharing their own classroom created resources. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And we'd be more than more than happy to talk to anyone about the resources that they that they would be willing to share because now we have a platform to share them on yeah. which is dedicated to resources only we do still have cog.ie for news and policies and various different things that's our that's our kind of base camp website but mm-hmm. torshipcog.ie is just solely dedicated to resources and designed for teachers Yes, we'd love to for teachers to get in touch with us and to talk about the resources they have and the resources that they'd be willing to share, definitely. Listen, Frank, you know, as I said, I came to this podcast maybe uh, for my sins. I wasn't aware of the great work you're doing. You know, teachers definitely do need support with accessing quality content they can use in their Gaelic lessons. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Frank. We might circle back on this maybe uh in in six months or whatever and just see where we're at then and what other stuff you you might have to share with us but for the moment frank i just want to say a big thank you for joining us on the teachnet podcast and i hope to talk to you soon guys thanks a million it was a pleasure talking to you today all the best